Nick and Corey in the morning. Good morning. Welcome to Nick and Corey in the morning podcast. We're with me as always, Corey. Good morning. Good morning. Um, eighty for Brady. Eighty for Brady. What a uh, based on a true story. Can I? Dare I say the best revisionist history movie I've seen in a while? What's less based on a true story? This or Cocaine Bear? I think I think this is based less on true events. You think so? I know so. <laughs> there's there's I as much as I want to believe that some of the things in this movie happen in reality, the only things that happened are there were four old people who like Tom Brady who decide that they're going to go see the Super Bowl. That's the that's the most I think is actually based on a true story. Oh, um, one of them having cancer, maybe. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> back hey. to back, like, yeah, based on a true story. Right. We're wink, like, wink. we're just going to fill in, fill in the blanks. And the blanks yeah. is like 80% of it. Right. Let me, um, let me give you some fun, enticing moments with uh, football players that no longer play football. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, oh my, every single player who makes a cameo in this movie no longer plays football. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, they're literally all done. Like you could have, you could have made a claim for Brady, but he retired, I want to say, like a month after this movie came out. I think it was the week that it came out. Dude. Can't... Okay, let's just let's just get right into this, because I immediately have something funny to say. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact date, but yeah, you, okay. you, you go after it. Okay, so if you haven't seen 80 for Brady, it's basically what we just said. Uh to give you the shortened gist of it what 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 was the date i saw the look he retired on february 1st yeah the movie came out february 3rd oh god why <laughs> um but yeah if you if you haven't seen the movie already it's about four old ladies who love tom brady and like grew closer for watching Patriots games when he was in his prime. Um, so it, it was uh, based loosely on like these four ladies who actually exist in real life. They had like a picture of them at the end of the movie um, and how they're trying to get to Super Bowl. It's 53. Um, Peyton was 50, 51. 51. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get to Super Bowl 51 and it involves them winning a sweepstakes and then them losing tickets and then getting invited to random parties in, where was it again? Arizona? Arizona. Yeah. No. Random... No. 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 Eagles were Minnesota. Um, it was Justin, Arizona. Was it Houston? I believe it. it. It's irrelevant, but like they 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 get invited to like a celebrity party and this that the other thing happened. You just it it I the most enjoyment I got from the movie Houston 
was the end. That was the best part for me. That was where everything was right with the world. And I was like, hot diggity dog. I'm actually paying attention now. Um, I want to say a few things. Okay. First say of few, all, a few words. There are two Aunt Mays in this movie. That's cool. Both, both their names are Aunt May? No. Oh, they uh, both played Aunt May? Yeah. Sally Fields was Aunt May in um, The Amazing Spider-Man. Lily Tomlin is the voice of Aunt May in Into the Spider-Verse. Wasn't that something? So double Aunt May. That's pretty cool, honestly. Um, number two, Lily Tomlin, also the voice of Miss Frizzle. Didn't know that. Oh, normal day with the frizz? No way. No way, Jose. Um, that being said, I think I liked this movie. Yeah. I think I liked it. It wasn't really for me. Yeah, no. By any means. It's definitely for old people. Yeah. Indeed. I just messed up my audio for a minute. Hopefully it's not an issue. Um... It's definitely for old people, but I I uh, I was kind of into the whole like Super Bowl experience stuff. It was pretty cool. It, I maybe it's because I used to work it. Yeah, yeah. But it like was, seeing it, all the things, like I worked that, I did that, I saw that. Yeah, it was funny when. So like, spoiler. I already said spoiler alert, but if you care that much about spoilers for this movie, then like, zone me out whatever but um when they lose the tickets to the game like the fake tickets that they had and they're like I, one of the characters just goes we got to go find them at the nfl experience and they say like the full thing like they like trademark nfl experience and it's like wait a minute such I, a such a plug i know your game such a plug for your free event yeah that comes around once a year um a lot of cameos fuck yeah i was actually kind of surprised with some of them and not just like oh tom brady's in it you get uh yeah you get why am i you get guy fieri who plays like kind of a big part he was an ongoing punchline there was a there was a lot of him in the one scene oh for sure oh uh in that same scene it was uh um Oh my god, he played on the Seahawks. I'm forgetting his name. Why am I forgetting his name? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was awesome. Okay. That was awesome. I also love that. Retired player. Yeah. And uh, Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald was there. Uh I forget Rita. the the guy that th- she was sitting next to is also very famous, but I forget his name. Um I don't remember. I don't really remember. But yeah, a lot of cameos. Pretty I I think that's what keeps the movie like afloat is I think they realize that the four main characters aren't, like, necessarily enough. Like, they can move the plot forward, and they have their own little, like, character traits. But people were there to see, like, Tom Brady and the boys, and they don't show up till, like, late in the movie. So it's like, how do we keep people's interest? It's like, oh, we'll just random celeb at random moments, and it'd be like, oh, my God, a room full of Guy Fieri's? Yeah, the that's a good point because like every time we focused on just one of the the old old bags, it was yeah. like, all right, we're we're losing a little interest. 
um like the one being really horny for every single person that was yeah. like whatever the first 20 minutes if you had shown me the first 20 minutes and told me that it was a hallmark original i would have believed you i thought like i was watching an snl sketch it 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 not only that like the other reason why i'm saying that is because like just from a production standpoint like it's very clear that they flipped this movie like they were trying to get like some sort of return of having like these players in the movie so it's like all right the production isn't great where it's like the color correction is very saturated it's very bright it's very like it looks like someone literally pulled out a camera and started recording rather the than aspect ratio yeah it, not not everything looked professional and that's not to say that it made the movie worse or like it should have been whatever but like it's just one of those things that you you take away as like oh just it's fine like it's one of those things where it's like i can you can you can enjoy yourself but it, you're kidding yourself if you think that this is like anything greater than a fun time at the movies and that's exactly what it is though like it's just a fun inoffensive yeah you know, laugh sometimes or you roll your eyes other times just like, right i'm here to enjoy myself right um was there any any specific point you wanted to to jump out at um i'm trying to think if i i, I don't want to get into like the last part of the movie yet just because no. like that we is started this five minutes ago <laughs> also that yeah that's such a key moment at the end like that's like i would say that's the most important part of the whole movie um so uh i think it's cute like it's a cute idea i like how like they had their um pre-game ritual where someone's sitting in the kitchen and someone's standing on the ladder and then one person flips the the chips or whatever and that's like oh that was the first time they saw tom brady win a game so they they just did that over and over again i'm glad that they kept that up and then they use that as a callback at the end of the movie because the, the main lady or whatever she like reveals to the group she has like unsettling like medical news or whatever. And like the audience doesn't know like what happens to this individual. And then it does a time skip where it's like two or three years later. And then they're like watching the game and there's an empty seat where she usually is. And she's like, I was getting the chips. And it's like, Oh, what you, a fake me out. Out. you made me think you were dead. What a fake out. I was like, there's yeah. no way they do that. This yeah. Right. Such a, a feel good movie. You're going to end on a death. There are a few movies that I watched recently that I've said there's no way they just they're doing yeah. that. And then they do it. And sometimes they yeah. don't do it. Yeah, I was gonna say there was there was one that made me say, Wow, they did it. Yeah. Um, there are a few that made me say, Oh, they didn't actually do it. Yeah. We'll be talking about all of them soon. So and you haven't seen any of them besides this. Okay. okay. So now you're now you're wondering. Now I'm someone wondering. Did, someone did something and something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's three. There are three movies that. Oh. Okay. Yes. I. Okay. I think I have a, I have an order in my head of what I think it is. All right. Let's move on because I don't want to. We're bad yeah. podcasters at the moment. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, they didn't do it, thankfully, because that would have yeah. been an 
awful ending to just a wholesome old person movie. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about one of like the running, like the only character trait really of the one person. I know I said she's like really horny all the time, but mm-hmm. she writes fanfic. Yeah. About Gronk. Yeah. That's and then he uh he keeps the book. Yeah. On the road with him. Yeah. That one Gronk's in great shape. Bro, he's a massive I'm, man. I'm I'm happy that he like doesn't have to be like really obese now. I shouldn't say obese, but like just out of shape. Yeah. Like he's just like a giant. He's got it still. Yeah. Um two. Oh my god, was that funny? That was a very good moment. I like that one a lot. Um he should act more. Brock, you you read my book? I take it with me everywhere. <laughs> He's um, like so unintentionally funny. Oh yeah. I also liked that scene specifically when they're in the, when they are in the locker room and uh it's it's it I think it's someone else, but it, they're sitting like next to Julian Edelman or Julian Edelman sitting down and they're like standing up. He's looking up at her and she's just grabbing his beard and he's like, I would shave every part of you. And then Julian's just like, okay. Okay. okay." (laughs) Shout out to Danny Amendola for being in this, by the way. Dude, I know. I was not expecting him to be in this at all. I can't imagine that was expensive, but it was still cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Gronk was very funny. I wish we got more of him though. Like he was literally only in there for that one line and same thing with Jules. That that was my beef, I think, is that the part of the movie that I wanted to see, I saw very little of and was at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like this movie was for two people and it was for really old people and for like Tom Brady fans. Yeah. And you got very little of the Tom Brady fan stuff. Um, One of the things that happens in the movie that I don't know how to feel about um, the main character. I'm also not going to pretend like I remember anyone's names. I don't remember I anyone's don't names. Remember. I know um, there's Aunt May and Aunt May. Yeah. And Horny and then Dead Husband. So... uh. The main character, I forget her name, but the one who kind of incites them going to see the Super Bowl, she uh, sees visions of Tom Brady. Like he he talks to her, but she's imagining it. So like she'll see a bobblehead on her like mantle of the fireplace and he will come to life and give her like advice about something she should do in that situation, like doing right now. And the first time it happened, I was like, no fucking way did I just witness this. Like, it was the bobblehead one, and he's like, his head was shaking up and down, and then she's like, tell me, Tom, what do I do? And then, like, all of a sudden, you see, like, Uncanny Valley, the, like, bobblehead, like, swivel over, and he just starts to move his lips and saying whatever the fuck, whatever advice he said, and then back to being a normal bobblehead, and I was like, oh, God, that looked horrible. <laughs> Doesn't that happen in George Lopez? An episode of George Lopez, he has the four bobbleheads of the baseball players and they like come alive for a minute. Oh, I believe that. Jim Palmer, I think, was one of them. I can't remember the rest. I don't know. I'll be honest with you, Chief. I'm like 90% sure there was a thing. 
I'm I'm looking this up. Um Yeah, I don't Jim Palmer, um Rod Carew. I can't who who Joe Morgan, I think okay. that is. I don't know who the adult that last one is. But it's it's yeah, this is a thing that happens. Okay. I I digest. Um it also happens like random times throughout the movie. So like he'll look she'll look at a jumbotron or something or like a billboard that has his face on it and she's like, Tell me what to do. And then like the head will like look down and be like, This is what you should do, and then go back to being a normal billboard for a second. Help me, Tom those, Brady. You're my only hope. Yeah, those were fine. Like if it was like a billboard or something real, like where it's just his like it's easy to get that motion capture and just like Photoshop his face. The only one I didn't like was the bobblehead. I was like, oh my God, this is horrifying. It's never going to look natural. No, I mean, of course not. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, just super unsettling. Yeah, it was it was tough on the eyes. I won't lie. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, Something else I just really wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was Guy Fieri having like a major part in this. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's the bomb diggity. I'll take you to Flavortown. He uh so first of all, he was not at the Super Bowl experience in Tampa, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I did not get um my Guy Fieri experience. Right. But he uh he was he was doing like a uh, like hot ones. He was basically doing hot ones. He was doing hot ones before hot ones was a thing. Yeah. Uh it was like a competition, which like that's cooler. And one of the old ladies wins and they just chill with guy. The whole day. The whole day. Brings him to a party. What was it? At the end of the movie too? Is it Guy's box that they go into? No, no, it was the football retired football player that they Yeah. Met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, it was cool to see Guy. I love him. Uh, diners, driving, and dives was a essential in my house. Um, I remember watching that on the Food Network a lot. Um, my dad's a fan. It's awesome. It's very cool. Um, I love his style. He is a very unique man, easily recognizable. One um, of the most recognizable celebrities. I would dare say if there was a draft for most unique white people. Like, if there was a draft where the white race had to, like, say, like, oh, here's our pinnacle, like, here's our order, he'd be up there. He'd be up there. Yeah, I mean, he'd, yeah, I mean, he's got to be in the first round. I would say so. Who Who is more influential or recognizable right now that's, like, alive? Donald's pretty recognizable. Donald? Sure. Biden, I guess, by association. Yeah. But like I, I think guess, if you line up like fifteen just like old white people yeah. in line and you sneak Biden in there, I don't think people would go hundred no. percent pointing him out. No, no, no. I agree. But like you put like a bunch of old white people, it's like that's him. That's the host of the apprentice. Sure. Um, sure. God, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh who's like famously bald? Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, 
Although I think some people would mistake him for Dana White. I I have done that before. I don't like when they're next to each other. When I was younger, I thought they were the same person. Dude, and then I, I realized that they are not the same person. I don't like when Joe Rogan calls UFC fights and then he's next to Dana White and I, I just glitch. I'm like, who's who? Yeah, you freak out. Your brain doesn't know what it's looking at. Simon Cowell? He's fairly right. He's pretty famous. He's a famous yeah. white man. Yeah. He's also pretty like recognizable. Like anyone, any Joe on the street would be like, wait a second, that's fucking Simon Cowell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean he's yeah, he's probably one on one. Let's yeah. be real. He's also he's, he's Joe Burrow. Just that scene of like he gets introduced and it was the one character tripping on like a on the uh, weed spiked brownie and they're like they somehow saunter their way into a celebrity poker match and they like turn into the room and it's just a room full of guy fietti's and then she looks at herself in the mirror and she is guy fietti oh that was pretty good i i was not expecting that at all and i was pretty that was one of those jokes that landed perfectly like i don't know the delivery on that one was very good so I feel like hallucinations are kind of played out, but like this I thought was really funny. And when they're uh, tripping on on acid in the unbearable weight of massive talent was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Like those I people agree. over there, they're watching us. I'm gonna climb this wall. <laughs> oh, I just went around. <laughs> so, um, I I need to rewatch that. I've been saying that for a while, but I need to rewatch that. It's so. I agree in preparation for uh Reinstein or whatever the fuck that movie's called. Renfield? Yeah. Raisinets. Reinfield. Just say our words. Uh Razorback. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh Ricochet. Rapidash. Bonita. Okay. Um but yeah. The last thing that I can think of want to talk about is just the ending of the movie okay I don't, and uh as someone who remembers oh, there's one thing i want to add oh hit, hit me with this first then the husband yeah this silly little oh. man from seinfeld oh. yeah all yeah, yeah. T- all time uh beta yeah or what's what's that other word people used to use a sigma or a no 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 um a cuck yeah, he, well, he's probably a cuck, yeah. He's probably a cuck. Yeah, uh, there's a word I can't a, think of right now. He's a fucking goober. He can't do anything <laughs> he is by a goober. himself. He literally... If, if his wife didn't tell him to eat, he'd probably die of starvation. Like, he... I was getting so pissed off when he would show up on screen. I'd be like, motherfucker, just figure it out. Like, I, I hate it when people are like that. Like, someone was trying to give you very constructive, like... Here's how you should do it. And they're like, but you should do it for has me. He, has he ever played someone that like was slightly respected? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know either. I don't know. I guess by, uh, you ha- you got me thinking about like that, those side characters that were in the movie for a little bit. The guy who lives at the nursing home. as Oh, well, he was sweet. He was sweet. I like that guy. Like me too. He was very nice. He was literally the definition of like this sweet old man where it was like, okay, like 
I gotta like you. Like anytime you're on screen, you're only saying like how you want to help out like the gang. Yeah. And you were trying to get some ass, it seemed like. It does it did it did definitely seem like that. Do Shout out something? to the homie. Fun fact about uh retirement homes, they have the largest STD rate of any like I, I don't know what the metric is, like per capita, whatever, but like they be fucking in nursing. They be homes. fucking in they be in, fucking. They'd be yeah. getting after it. Dude, I, yeah. imagine you're like I guess when you have nothing else to do. Yeah, when you're like eighty seven, like you, might as well get the clap a few times. You've made it, like you've you've like you don't have to worry. Like, what are you gonna do? Die of syphilis? It's like whatever. What okay. a way to go out. Yeah. You have not seen Futurama, right? Nope. There's a uh, a joke. There was Wrong. almost a Futurama question in trivia yesterday. I love. I really like Futurama. There was a um. There's an episode where they go to a planet of Amazonians. So there's like these freakishly tall, big women, and it's a female-run society. So they get introduced to like the male characters of the show, and they like lock them up immediately, like imprison them, and uh. They take them to their leader to determine like how they wanted to handle these like men. And the whole time that the men are there, they're just kind of behaving like kind of proving the stereotypes. So they walk by a a fucking outdoor gym or an outdoor like basketball court. And like the one of the leader, like one of the Amazonians are like they, they talk like cavemen. So it's like, we know shoot good, but we know fundamentals. And then like the guy goes, Oh, so it's boring. And then they- <laughs> the girls are like they have no respect for our culture and then uh they, they take them to the, their like leader or whatever and the leader determines that like the men have to die like there's no place for them on their planet whatever and so she goes i send us the men to death by snoo snoo and then like the guys are like what's snoo snoo and then they look at skeletons in the corner of the room they have their it's a pile of skeletons and the pelvis is just destroyed on the skeletons, and it's death by sex. Ah! <laughs> and the guy is just like, "What a way to go out, serving my country." <laughs> <laughs> but like, when you're in a nursing home, you don't have an easy time getting it up. No, dude. So when you do, you might as well use it. Cash in. Yeah. Facts. It's like, all right, you can only win the, win the lottery so many times. Flinging some cock around. Whoa. Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. Big, big cock. All right, so you wanted to talk about the ending? Yeah. Um. Arguably the best part of the movie. Am I in, am I in agreement that it's the best part of the movie? Depends. I, uh, I think it's the best part of the movie. If you're a Patriots fan, absolutely. Absolutely. If absolutely. You- are a Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Devonta Freeman fan. Not a great moment. No, fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had a Super Bowl party the year of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we're all laughing, having a good time, making fun of Harry, one of my friends who's a Patriots fan. Oh, my God. I'm sure he was uproarious that night. Dogging him. Yeah. And then at the end of the third quarter, everyone left but him and his girlfriend at the time. And I just had to sit there and watch him celebrate every single score over and over and over and over and over again. We're all taking pictures of him 
and putting them on Snapchat with like the little bitmoji going like this, sprinkling salt over him, just like sitting there in the chair depressed. I'm going to send it to you. Wow. And then I had to watch them come back alone, just me and him. And it was miserable. Freaking miserable. Holy shit. Yeah, so I, I like, I'm not over it yet. Man, I remember, I didn't, this is at a time when I wasn't really into, uh, like, football as much, but I would watch, like, the Super Bowl every year just because, like, I feel like you have to. Like, it's, you're so out of the loop if you don't, and I think it's just fun. Like, it, you, you dedicate a day to, like, care about this thing that you normally don't care about. Um, I remember my mom had worked, um, so my mom works at a hotel and she was bartending and I was watching the Super Bowl like by myself, like in our living room. And then she comes home and she's just like, she's like, ah, yeah, they had this game. They had the game on at the hotel too. And I was like, we're getting blown out. Like it is what it is. And so she sat down, didn't take off her uniform yet. And just like was watching the rest of the game with me. And then when it happened if the big turnaround happened jumping up and down losing our minds it was like wait what the fuck are we watching and then my mom's like i knew it i knew tom had it in him i knew it and like just like freaking out and i was like this is this is what it's all about this moment it was miserable for me I, i was having a great time i'm happy you were able to enjoy it yeah I just um, I just sent you a bunch of the pictures. I'm glad. I'm gonna make sure to save those in my camera roll and not forget it. Um, but for those who are in the dark on what we are talking about, we get to see the magic that is 28 to three immortalized in this movie. Um, and we get to see every play that led to the Patriots eventually winning against the Falcons. And uh the way that the like women get wrapped into this is they go to the uh, booth and are starting to talk to Tom Brady and actually coordinate calls on the field in order to make them win. So this is amazing revisionist history that these four ladies had any sort of impact on the outcome of this game and not like the staff, like the uh, like uh, like defensive coaching or whatever. It's it's crazy to me. I I don't know. What what do you have, Nick? Um, Matt Patricia got bullied because that like the defensive coordinator in there. Yeah. Who she's like, why are you in cover too? That yeah. was supposed to be Matt Patricia, and that was really fucking mean. That was. I mean, even now Matt Patricia is getting fucking bullied. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he always will be. Like he's just gonna be dogged on forever. And he was a great coordinator. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. He's it literally is one of those things where he's a scapegoat. Like absolutely, team isn't doing well. Matt Patricia. Well, don't coach with the fucking pencil between your ears, man. I don't know. <laughs> Just be a normal coach that behaves like a coach. Yeah, don't say stupid shit. I don't yeah. know. Um, but my favorite scene of the whole movie is in this moment when. She, the main character is giving that pep talk. So it's the opposite of what's been happening through the whole movie. The whole movie, she has been getting advice from Tom about what she should do next. And then in this moment, she's giving advice to Tom 
and saying what he should do in order to be like to win the game basically and basically he was she was like you're the best player alive that's all she said like she just you guys gotta go out there and do it tom and then after listening tom is like shakes his head up and down takes the headset off looks at julian and gronk and just goes let's fucking go and then immediately they just start showing the montage of them scoring and every two-point conversion and dare I say the best use of a F-bomb in a PG-13 movie. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, one, yeah. I'll say it's the best. I still like in, uh, first, X-Men First Class when, um, Charles and Eric yep. go up to Wolverine and said, I'm Charles Xavier, I'm Eric Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like go fuck yourselves. And that's it. I think it's hysterical. I'm the fucking juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> Actually, all the X Men movies use them well. Yeah. There's not a single I don't think just whenever someone uses that word correctly in a PG thirteen movie, you're you're in my good graces. Like I'm already like, all right, you win me over. I'm I'm happy with this. Um but this one was special. This one, this one was special. Yeah, I mean, they, they, uh, hearing him say it definitely felt good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I just hated watching uh, the comeback yeah. again. Forever and ever, but, it's immortalized. But I'm glad they retconned it so that it wasn't actually Brady that did any of the work. It was the four old ladies. Right. Yeah. Shout out it, to Aunt May. Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Reddit writer. Yeah. And uh, widow. Right. Um. The last thing that I can remember talking about is like there's kind of like a post credit scene, but it's not really. It's like at the very end of the movie where they're all on vacation on the beach, and they're like chit chatting, whatever, passing around something, and they it shows that Tom Brady is in the last chair and they're all talking about like retirement and Tom Brady makes a joke. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I feel like I could do this for a while. Brother. It immediately got like outdated, like immediately. Like it has been, that's the worst timing that could have ever been. Yeah. Two days. All All it took was two days. Two days. But yeah, that's the last thing I can remember. And one thing I wanted to add at the very end, when he's on the Bucks, they all got the half buck. When he's on the Bucks, they have the half Bucks, half uh, Patriots yeah. jersey. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I see people rocking that a lot. And in my opinion, like that's fine. Like I, I don't really care one way or the other. It is. It does come off kind of corny when it's like you're supposed to be like a New England fan or you're supposed to be like a Bucks fan, and you're just like. No, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Like, I don't know. That always that always strikes me the wrong way. It's like, who? Do you, come on, you have no loyalty. Then it's just like, oh, I'm just gonna go wherever Tom Brady goes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love it. But also, I would have followed Andrew Luck anywhere. Oh yeah, I I pitched my my wagon to <laughs> him. I don't think I used that phrase right. No. Did your wagon? Yeah, I, I, okay. I think it, I think you did. Okay, all right. I, I'll give it to you. 
Thank you. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add or numbies? Numbies, I'm ready. Numbies, hit me with your best shot. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. I'm not on the right tab. Um, and what... I want to say my reasoning. It just I. I just love this day. It's immortalized now. It's it's forever in media. Like you, it's it's the same way you will look at, like, uh, I don't have Super Bowl Fifty One on DVD, but if I did, I'd watch it. Um, that that is my this is how it would be immortalized in my head. If I get this movie on DVD, I will not watch the first hour or so, and just skip to the end, and just to see this happen again. Um, fair. I have Super Bowl 52 on DVD. I've watched it. I've watched the mic'd up um, a few times, a, a lot of times, actually. Right. Um, so I totally get that. I'm a sucker for just watching old games. Um, I'm giving it a 72 and I'm going to explain myself. Okay. It's because he won um six Super Bowls with uh New England, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Three three. Yeah. And he wore number twelve, and six times twelve is seventy-two. Oh, okay, let's go. So that's why I did it. And um he won seven total, but this movie wasn't getting an eighty four. <laughs> you couldn't Sorry. give him you couldn't give him Gronk. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. That's that him not being in the movie more was the 28 points off. Oh my God. See, yeah, I would say like my biggest criticism is that it could have been better executed with uh, like how players were used. Yeah, I, I wanted more of them. Yeah. If there was more of them, I would have been very happy. Like if they were more present than just like, oh, here is Amendola for all of five minutes. Let's move on. Yeah, I I wish we got like more of um. Uh, Did um, your fucking thing just go off in your head? Yeah, too? it was really loud. <laughs> it was really loud oh, on my end God. too. Holy fuck. Um, um. Anyways. Yeah, I wish we got more of the the um. Like Jules and Gronk. And oh, maybe a Chris Long appearance. Not to be picky. But yeah, Chris that's Long that. Would, yeah. He he uh he still lives like kind of in the area of Philadelphia. I think he lives in Virginia actually now. But that's not that far. Um so do you you want to uh you want to reveal your big three? Yeah, so I had this idea of uh big three number combinations. So the reasoning 28 to 3, pretty legendary number now. Like you can just say it. You can just say those three numbers and someone knows immediately what you're talking about. So that was the inspiration for our big three. Yeah. Um, so my three 
it doesn't just have to be three digit. It can be two digit, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My three is the three. My number three is the three sevens in a row, like on the lottery or on oh. on, a, uh, on a slot machine. Oh, oh. You see those three sevens? There's oh. nothing cleaner. Yeah. Like you see that and you're like, oh, lucky, luxury, money, winner. Yeah. Gimme. Um, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh monster called Slot Machine, okay. and um, he's a slot machine, and there's this. <laughs> there's wow. This, there's a spell card called uh seven completed and essentially mm. like what it does is it raises your uh, like a, a machine type monster by 700 attack or defense points but in the anime when it's used like it's just used when slot machines on the field and it's you can have three of them and every time he plays the card like one of the slots on the slot machine spins to a seven and i that's think cool. that's pretty sweet that is cool okay i had something different for my number three but I feel like I have to pivot now because you made me think of a number that I had not thought of before. You say 777. I say 666. I think it's a great, like, it's it's something that's very common in, like, rock and roll. Just, I, I, I gotta like it. The Foo Fighters movie. Studio 6. I actually have it. Oh yeah, you six, did buy that on DVD. Six, six, six. All right, you're number two, good sir. Um, my number two. This is sixty-nine. Good choice. Sixty-nine wasn't funny for a long time, and then it became funny. People, yeah, people just saying nice, like real casually, nice. quietly, yeah. made it funny again. Oh yeah, because yeah, like yeah. when you're in like, you know, eighth grade and the. Your algebra teacher's like, all right, class, everyone turn to page 369 in your textbook. And then two nice. people laugh, and it's like, Steven and Ryan, knock it off. Right. Like that, like that wasn't funny then. It wasn't funny then. But now when it's like, oh, you know, something, something, something. Oh, yeah, it's 69 rushing yards. Nice. And nice. it's like, ah ha ha. And it keeps going. And I think it's funny again. Um, and it's like a yin and a yang, like it's good. Right. Um, I agree. My number two is going to be, oh my God. Okay. It's going to be 523. I recently found out that I'm going to be living in Kosovo again, and I'm going to be living in the same room again. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Wow. Congrats. I, yeah. I it's kind of weird to think about too, because it would have been really like I could have been there forever. Like it took you away for a year. They took took they took me they they took me out just so they can pull me back in again. Hey. No better uh no better place to be, my friend. Uh congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm glad. My number one is um. Say it. I'm gonna. I'm, do I drive. I don't. Nine hundred and eleven. Yes. Um. Yes. It's four days after my birthday. Um, September eleventh, nine eleven. Four days after my birthday. Wish me happy birthday this year. Um, 
you know, you call it when there's an emergency. It's a very useful number. What mm-hmm. can I say? What can I say? I love like two ones next to each other, like an 11. It's like, never mind. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, hold, hold. <laughs> just, yeah, that's, I'm holding back. I'm holding back. It's, but it's 9-11. Okay. It's a great, great three numbers in a row. Okay. I'm glad that I get to choose this as my number one now. I'm going to go with 420. Ah. We, we number. That was a missed opportunity by me. Um, Here's the thing. I was, I wanted to see what your number was so I can see what, because if you weren't going to get it, I was going to get it. We had no repeats. Yeah. Look at that. Look at, look at us. Look at us now. Who would have thought? Who? Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Uh-uh. Um, any honorable mentions? 42. Jackie Robinson number. Yeah, that's solid. Mm-hmm. 17, the lottery ball number that Hank will never get. That's a damn good point. 17 eludes him. Yeah. Um, um what what uh what, I was always um, been a, I've been a big fan of uh numbers divisible by five. So I always like 15. I've always liked 25, 20, like those those numbers. 85. 85. Um, the uh, NFL just announced that you can get zero now on your jersey. Calvin yeah. really, Calvin really is going to be a zero. Um, or how so, much money he won gambling on football. <laughs> hey, we don't unit shame. <laughs> um, but also like on those like because you used to be able to get double zero as a jersey number two back in the day, right? That was an option. Was that ever an option? Um, I can't recall anyone that wore double zero, but who knows? Double zero is a cool number. Double like, zero is a cool number. Jason Tatum wears zero. Jason Tatum does wear zero. Um, 34, Paul Pierce. Um, 26, I like... Chase Otley. Oh. Walked out to Cashmere. Oh, 99. 99. Verdugo. Aaron Judge. Oh, yep. Oh no! The other the good better night. the better, the better outfielder in the player. AL East. Yeah, um, um, does Verdugo play right field too, or is he left? He switches around, but I think this season's playing right. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, I, man, I'm twelve. Twelve. Yeah. For Andrew Luck. For Tom Brady. Oh. Uh. What's what's fun? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh we've exhausted the numbers list. Yeah, I think I'm out of numbers. 747 for the plane. Um Yep, that's a plane. Uh I had what what uh 907 my birthday. 907. I think we're out of numbers. Did we say all the numbers? I think we said all the 23. numbers. 23. 23 and me? LeBron. Oh. Oh. LeBron. LaFraud. Okay. We're going to end the show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, then, it's been nice catching up with you, my good sir. Um, Absolutely. Um, 
Should we say what's what's coming up? I'm gonna say we're doing a trilogy soon. We are doing a trilogy soon. Um, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. I'm not gonna tell you what boxing movie trilogy it's about. Um. Hey, you like the band Creed? Of course I do. Okay. Just wondering. Uh, let's, so let's go there. Let's take our mistake. And let's go there. Man. So thanks for listening, as always. Um, And until next time. Oh. Uh, see you, man. See you, man. See you.